0: Most people dread a visit from their boss. In my case, however, I treasure it. Working for Moor, I am blessed with a boss, Rabbi Gershenfeld, who is simultaneously a mentor and great Torah teacher. And while his visits are rare, he lives in Israel and reserves most travel for vital fundraising campaigns, they offer us a chance to learn from and expose students to him. In a late-night post-Maimonides class delivered to a handful of outstanding students this week, Rabbi Gershenfeld conveyed a lesson that cuts to the heart of our Moor mission. It also addresses an oft-posed charge leveled against organized religion, and certainly against Judaism, with its apparent pedantry. Can't I simply be a good person? After numerous delays and false starts, Yaakov finally prepares to depart the house of Lavon, his duplicitous father-in-law, the third and second-to-last verses of our Parsha read, Lavan rose early in the morning, kissed his sons and daughters and blessed them. Then Lavan returned to his place. Yaakov walked to his path, and angels of God came to him. The incisively wise Kutsker Rebbe contrasts the behavior of these two opposing figures. Lavan, he explains, arose early because he wished to avoid seeing Yaakov. He had grown so weary of Yaakov's presence, a perpetual voice of conscience, and no longer could tolerate being around him. He then returned to his place, indicating a sense of stagnation, an unwillingness to develop, what Carol Dweck termed a fixed mindset. Yaakov, on the other hand, walked his path, much like his grandfather Avraham, expressing a desire to progress, embodying a growth mindset. The Kotsker connects this disparity to an interesting distinction raised in the Talmud regarding how we should bid farewell to people under different circumstances. The Hebrew word shalom, of course, means hello, goodbye, and peace, but is also related to shalem, complete. When people live in harmony, they are incepting into the world a sense of completion. Shlemut, an ultimate state of wholeness or perfection, is both the personal and national objective of Jewish living. It is fascinating then to observe how the Talmud instructs us to employ the word shalom. And Rabbi Avin Halevi said, One who takes leave from another should not say to him, go in shalom, but rather he should say, go to shalom. Rabbi Avin Alevi also said, one who takes leave from a dead person should not say to him, go to shalom, but rather one should say, go in shalom. If our life's aspiration is achieving this shlemut, then we see our living friends off with a blessing that they continue to pursue this trait. They should journey to or towards shalom. But, when a person has already passed on, they can no longer accrue merit through their own deeds, and thus they have arrived at their final station. To them, we say, go in peace, as in, enjoy whatever measure of shleimut you have already acquired. My colleague, Rabbi Zalman, pointed out to me a phenomenal observation about Lavan's behavior. Although we condemn him as a deceitful villain, in this final scene, he assumes the role of a loving grandfather, kissing his progeny as they prepare to travel. Yet perhaps this is the very point. A fixed mindset need not imply that a person is evil or detached. Someone could be upstanding and kind and productive, and yet still remain stagnant. If our goal simply is to be good, then life would be quite a bit easier. But if we prefer to pursue greatness, we cannot settle with nice enough. If, as the cliche goes, life is a journey, then it is a journey with no discernible destination. We continue growing until, at God's appointed time, we can grow no more. Yaakov, in walking his path, understood the perpetual nature of this quest for self-perfection. Lovon, even in his most humanizing moments, did not. As their descendants, will we... Shabbat shalom.